What's the craziest thing you've done just to bring joy to the people around you and make them laugh? Well, check out what Tamara did. She and her fiance were on a flight from Austin to California when a flight attendant asked her, hey, come come with me to the back. They decked her out in a makeshift bridal gown made out of toilet paper. <laughs> you know, like the ones you make at bri- bridal shower games. Uh, she walked down the aisle of the airplane like that, and they held a mock wedding on the flight. The whole airplane <laughs> erupted in applause, and everybody loved this special moment. That's cool. Coming up, what can you do to help your kids through back-to-school nerves? What can you do to help your kids through back-to-school nerves? I mean, it's only natural to be a little nervous about a new teacher and meeting new friends. Well, the first thing you can do is make sure your child doesn't feel alone, that you're right there with them through the whole thing. Be sure to spend quality time with them one-on-one. Get into a routine right away. It's going to lend some comfort to have, you know, that baseline of a routine to rely on. Have family meal time every day. It's an anchor for your child. And then make sure your child is getting enough sleep, good quality play time outside. And finally, uh, they recommend that you go ahead and proactively talk to your kids about bullying so they know how to handle it mm. if it happens. Good advice. So you ever watch any of those reality TV shows like, you know, where they eliminate someone every week and you talk to your better half and you and you talk about who would make it longer on the show? <laughs> My wife and I did that. And I, I think 110% she would make it longer than me. Really? And I'll okay. tell you why and see if maybe you you wouldn't agree with you and your better half, too. We'll talk about it next. A lot of people like those reality shows where they vote someone off every like Survivor. You know, they extinguish your flame or whatever. <laughs> yeah. So Bachelor you stay if you get a row. I don't know. I've never seen it. My one daughter is unashamedly a massive Bachelorette fan and Bachelor fan. And she's always like, Dad, do not even tease me about this. Ooh, it's serious. <laughs> and she goes, if you do, I will tease you a mom about the one you love, Big Brother, which is back for the summer. Are Big you guys Brother still watching that show? How many seasons are you on They're now? on season number 25 now. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Season I've never seen it once. And uh, yeah, the, they've got a delightful cast of wackos all like driving each other nuts, yeah. staying in isolation for, it's a hundred days this time. It's their longest one ever. Is it the it's same like house months. every time? Uh, it's the same. I think they use the same set, but they change things up. They change Make it up. look like a different house. Make it different. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. So it's different every time. But um, but it led to the conversation that, you know, a lot of couples have when you're watching those shows. Who would, who would make it on that show? Would you or your better half? Be uh being booted out, and I said, "Oh, clearly I would be booted out first. And my wife went, "Oh, f- uh, that's the truth." And I was like, "Whoa, <laughs> what do you mean by that?" And she goes, "Your social game would be a little too much <laughs> for people." Oh, you'd, you'd, you'd be too. I yeah, thought yeah, yeah. you'd do the opposite because you can she, be both depending on your mood. She thinks I'd be too talkative, and too I too talkative. I okay. think I agree with her, but it's not based on anything I would do. It would be based on her being able to turn whatever they have in their food pantry into a gourmet meal. She could take like an onion ragu pasta sauce and pasta and make it make it taste unbelievable. So they'd want to keep her for her cooking yes. skills. Yes, uh-huh. I said you would you would be kept around to the very end if for nothing else for your your charm and your cooking skills. Yeah. Me, I'd be gone. They'd be like, we just need some peace and quiet. (laughs) (laughs) You do talk more than anyone I've ever met. There you go. That would be tough to live with. It's so wild to hear you talk about Big Brother because I feel like it's been forever since I've watched a reality show. But Mm -hmm. I used to, back in the day, right when it first came on the air, 
I would watch uh, Survivor. Mm-hmm. And, oh, and I would watch American Idol. That's reality TV too, right? Kind of. I don't know. Anyway. Yeah, sure. Um, but Survivor, I wouldn't even, I would be, I'd kick kicked out. They'd be extinguishing my torch within the first three hours. Because? I've never even gone camping, <laughs> let alone surviving with like no shower, no toilet, no food, no protein bars. Like I just, I don't even, I wouldn't even know to start. Like if the end of the world happens, I'm going first. I volunteer in tribute. Taylor, I'll just be gone. Taylor would get kicked off of the Survivor Island because you'd be like, hey, is there anywhere I can plug in my hot curlers? <laughs> And first, they'd all be like, who still uses hot curlers? Right. And then number two, there's no plugs here. We don't have any plugs. Oh, <laughs> you know, it's me, just... Survivor on Big Brother this year, a woman who I can't remember her name. Apparently, she's a Survivor legend. She's on Big Brother. And, really? And none of the, the other house guests know it, but her son is in the house as well, and they're keeping it secret. That their fa- mother and son? Yeah, oh, yeah, that's yeah. fascinating. Yeah, that's yeah. a good, twi- Whoever, good twist. Which, right? Whatever producer came up with that idea, good that they twist. deserve a raise. Guess what? The ugly shoe trend, it's here to stay. <laughs> About 10 years ago, if you asked someone what the it shoe was, it might have been a strappy stiletto heel. Not today. What is it today? Crocs reported record-breaking <laughs> annual revenues last year, while search interest in Birkenstocks reached an all-time high. The good news is your feet are happy. These so-called ugly shoes incorporate uh, these heavy cushion soles, shock-absorbing features, and arc support, and that way people are putting their foot health Ahead of fashion. My uh, my wife and daughter's been wearing Birkenstocks for years. Yeah, my nieces they love l- them. They're like, oh my gosh, they're so comfortable. Only summer shoes that don't hurt my feet. Mm, and then wow. one, of, one of them, they're not just summer shoes, they're socks and stocks. <laughs> uh, socks and stocks. I haven't heard that phrase. Why, why am I today years old probably that I'm hearing socks and stocks? Probably because I just made it up. Did I you did. really? I, told, I, mean, I don't know if anyone else has used it, but... That's brilliant. That's the story of my life. I invent stuff that's already been invented, so that's <laughs> kind of my thing. You know how every home renovation project comes with a bunch of surprises? Coming up, chances are you've never seen one like this. You know how every time you do a home renovation project, it comes with a bunch of surprises? Well, no matter how many hours of HGTV you've seen, chances are you've never heard of this issue. Kindle lives in Tennessee and was renovating the bathroom. She got up one morning, 6 o'clock in the morning, wants to go to the bathroom, only to find a real-life dog with just his head poking out of the floor. (laughs) You can see her on TikTok befuddled, not knowing what to do. It's a sweet little dog. She's petting his head. Turns out the dog was looking for shelter during a thunderstorm and had gone under the crawl space of the house and then came up through that hole Hmm. and got stuck. Well, thankfully, Kendall's husband crawled under the house, got the dog unstuck, and the dog named Lulu was eventually reunited with her owner, so it had a happy ending. Hey. So you know that phrase you kind of hear people say, oh, don't worry, I got a guy. I know a guy. I got a guy. I got a guy. guy. Uh We're going to talk about the people in your life who are that guy next. So you know that phrase, oh, I got a guy. Don't Mm -hmm. worry, I don't worry, I got a guy. I know a guy. Mm -hmm. Um, None of mine are guys, they're all women, but I feel like I have these people in my life that are expertise on a certain subject and I can call them and, and ask what's going on. And I bet you, you got a guy or a gal too. And we'd love to hear who it is in your life. So here it is with me. My niece is a pharmacist. So if I have any questions about a drug 
or a, a medication. I'm like, hey, what do you think about this? What do you think of this? Is there a better medication? Is there side effects? Hmm. If I get hurt, I've got another niece that's a physical therapist. So I call Alyssa and I'm like, hey, I think I did something, something to my leg. What exercises should I do to get it fixed? And then I just did it to my neighbor. We've only lived in this neighborhood a couple of years. I found out I was out like trimming some bushes and my bushes are right by their driveway. And so they pulled up. They had just been on a date night and we were talking. And I found out she was a travel nurse for years. I'm like, oh. Kevin and I are going to Uganda with Cure International. I got I got some questions for you, and I totally called her one day. I'm like, um, I'm having some issues from this hmm. typhoid vaccine. Can mm-hmm. you help me? And so, like, I know everyone. Like, I know you have a you got a guy, Kev. There's someone I, I'm sure you're thinking of right now. But who do you have in your life? Who are those people that have that expertise that you know you can call them? We'd love to hear from you. We're talking about, uh, do you got a guy? Somebody you go to for advice with stuff. Um, I, the one that popped into my head uh, for me and my wife is our friend Ida. Um, we always call Ida whenever there's a problem with one of our dogs because we have uh. Uh, greyhounds. And she used to be with the Greyhound Rescue before she moved out to Arizona and had been a greyhound owner for years. They're very unique dogs, so they have unique health issues. So we'd call Ida. We even, we even have a phrase for it. Well, Ida says... It's cute. Yeah. What did Ida say? What did Ida say? Oh, you need to give them fish oil for that. Oh, just put some oats in their food. They'll be fine. Or uh, one of our dogs was limping. Did you feel all over her joints and her leg? Yep. Yep. Did you look on the bottom of her paw? There it is. Ah, man. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad you have her in she's your life. A, she's our go-to. Mary, do you got a guy or a gal? Someone you call for expert advice? I do. I got a girl, Allison Danforth. She is a girlfriend of mine from from high school, and she's a nurse. Ah. And so whenever my children have something weird, instead of spiraling and consulting Dr. Google... I just send her a little pic or a little a little text like, hmm. please calm my nerves. Oh, that's such a gift to have a, a friend yeah. who's in the medical field. Yeah, when you have those questions. She's wonderful. She's my girl. My wife, she gets stopped all the time by total strangers complimenting her on her hair. Mm-hmm. Uh, she took advantage of the... Uh, the lockdown, quarantine, whatever you call it, social distancing time to let her hair go gray. And she she was always, she's my redhead girl. She got this just thick, curly red hair, and now it's thick, curly gray hair. Then people will stop her and tell her, like, oh my gosh, her hair looks great. It looks great. Now, I'm 100% honest, you know, the gray, sometimes she'll look and go, oh my gosh, I look so old. I look so Aww. old. But I picked up a phrase the other day that, well, if you have gray hair, you have gray hairs coming in. Maybe this will reframe it for you. They are not gray hairs. They are wisdom highlights. Ah, I love it. <laughs> and when you're a parent, you get more of them a from your kids. Wisdom highlights, right. <laughs> Coming up, the best example that babies are unpredictable in public. This is the best example ever of the fact that babies are unpredictable in public. I think you're going to love this story, Kev, as a dad of four. Um, it was that special Sunday when mom, Candace, and her husband took their little son Sullivan to church to be baptized. He was 11 months old. And, uh, you know, everyone's there, family, friends. Uh, Their beloved priest is reading from the Book of Sacraments when all of a sudden their 11-month-old son slaps the holy text out of the priest's hands and it lands 
with a splash into the baptismal. (laughs) And there's this like, someone made a TikTok with everyone in the family going, (gasps) like the the faces are like, no. And the priest just like dug it out of the water and kept on going like nothing happened. He's seen it all. all. Isn't that what happens though? You finally have this big public thing with your baby and that's what happens. So your kids embarrassing you in public. I think that's why parents enjoy embarrassing their kids so much. It's like payback. (laughs) Yeah. But you have a good story of your kid doing something. You're just like, oh, no. Oh, no, 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 no. Don't do that. We'd love to hear your story. Talking about times that our kids have embarrassed us, um, especially if they're in the car with you. That'd be great. (laughs) Good call. (laughs) Talk about that. Yeah, we've got no shortage of uh, stories with with my kids doing stuff. You're just like, what were you thinking? And some of them when they were. You know, really little, like my son Kyle, um, Trace, and I. We we decided we we are going we are going back to church. This is when we really started discovering who Jesus was and stuff. And we're like we're we're going back to church, and we went. And I was like, you know what? We're we're jumping into the deep end. We're going right down to the front row. Oh wow! First day, we're right down to the front. That's row. That's where my dad likes to sit. Right there, it's me, Tracy, and Kyle. Didn't have the girls yet, and Kyle's so little, he's still in pull ups. Like he's mm-hmm. he's still you know got that deal going on. So the preacher uh, starts doing the sermon and Kyle kind of like walks right out into almost the middle where he is and he's staring at him and he got an itch right on his bum. (laughs) So he shoved his hand down his pull-ups and started scratching his bum. (laughs) And the, uh, yeah, (laughs) laughter all around, embarrassment with me and Trace. And we're like, so this is our grand entrance back into, uh, back into going to church. Did you sit down front the next Sunday? Yeah. Yeah. You were back down there. That's awesome. That's impressive. Once you've done that, the ice is broken. (laughs) The whole congregation knows who you are and what you're about. So it was a Bel Air community church in Augusta, Georgia. Great, great loving group of people. And that was, uh, that was where it all started for us. But we'd love to hear from you. Do you have an embarrassing story? Mine just happened. Like the story you told earlier, the kid tossing the, the Bible or the, the liturgy book into the baptismal He slapped it right out of the priest's hands. (laughs) And the whole congregation loved it, by the way. They laughed their heads off. If you've got a great story like that, we would love to hear from you. It doesn't have to have happened in church, although that does kind of ramp it up a little bit, doesn't it? Hey, Amanda, it's Kevin and Taylor. So you got a good story about your kids embarrassing you in public? I do. And it was in church. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Let's hear it. Yay. When they were five and seven, we were going to my niece's first communion. And we were not Catholic, but... Of course, my niece was, and so I was trying to hurry up and kind of usher my kids around the line of people that were waiting to dip their fingers into the holy water, and I was not successful as they both proceeded to dip both of their hands completely into the water and act like they were washing their hands. Oh, no! <laughs> there you go. There you go. And then my dad proceeded to think it was funny to say, is the water boiling? And I Stop it. I just love it. It's funny. We laugh at it now, but I was very embarrassed as a young mother. Yeah, at the time. Right, right. Well, thanks for calling and thanks for hanging out with us. Yeah, thanks, Amanda. Absolutely. Y'all have a great day. Hey, this is your guaranteed to put you in a good mood story of the day. Good news. Well, this will inspire you to remember that any of your skills can be used to help others. Barbara lives in New York City. And she takes old, tired Barbie dolls, fixes them up, sews them new clothes, and gives them the little girls in need. 
It's pretty cool, Kev. She used to be a fashion designer. No kidding. So you can imagine how cool the clothes are. The little girls who get these dolls at the little shop of kindness are migrants, and most of them have fled horrible situations, nothing but the clothes on their back. And so Barbara takes these long sleeve shirts for men, for the dad. Hmm. She cuts the sleeve off, makes a squunchy for the little girl's hair out of the same fabric, and hmm. then makes Barbie a dress. <laughs> so daddy, daughter, and Barbie all match together. And it's funny, sometimes she'll work on her Barbies while she's riding the bus in New York City. Mm-hmm. People think she's crazy. <laughs> she said, they don't know why this lady's carrying these old, weird yeah. Barbie dolls. On the upside, though, everyone in New York is crazy. It's true. <laughs> so she's probably just blending right yeah. in, right? So it's so interesting to me how people choose baby names. And apparently the popularity of baby names comes around every 100 years. No kidding. So wait till you hear what's happening with baby names. I'll tell you next. So I had no idea, but apparently the popularity of baby baby names has a 100-year cycle. Okay. So baby names from the roaring 20s are coming back. And so I had to look it up. I was curious. So uh, boy names that were so popular back then in the 20s. This is my son, Franklin Delano. (laughs) Was uh, Robert, John, James, William, and Charles. And then baby girl names. It's so funny. The ones from the roaring 20s. One of them is my mother-in-law's name. And one of them is your mother-in-law's name. No kidding. So Mary, Dorothy, that's my mother-in-law. Helen, Betty, Margaret, and you ready for this? Doris. Coming back <laughs> They're in popularity. Coming back, baby. So who knows? One of your granddaughters, <laughs> when you have a grandchild, maybe named Doris. Yeah. So you know the game, uh, what is it, the, the Price is Right, where you have to guess the price of stuff. You know, I'll give you an item. How much do you think this is? Yeah, yeah. You want, you want to play that with me in a minute for okay. something my wife had sticker shock with yesterday Ooh, at the grocery store? Okay. All right, we'll, we'll do that next. So, so politicians and Wall Street keep telling us how great the economy is, but I don't know about you. Go to the grocery store and you're like, really? <laughs> how, how come I don't have enough money to buy all the groceries I want then if everything's so great? And I thought it'd be fun to play uh, Price is Right with one item. One item that uh, Tracy was, was buying, my wife was buying yesterday at the grocery store. Okay. And it was so expensive, she actually said, could you please take that off? I'm not going to get it. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. Okay. How much would you pay for three, not the big ones, but the average size, Honeycrisp apples? Three Honeycrisp apples. And even with that lead in, you can imagine they were they were kind of expensive. Three big ones. Three big Honeycrisp um, apples. What do you I'm think? I'm going to go with, uh, okay, so n- probably not organic. Uh, maybe like 75 cents each. 75 cents each. So you're saying $2.25? Yeah. Higher. <laughs> Go a little bit higher. How much? Three regular size Honeycrisp apples. Ten dollars. What? I know, <laughs> right? No, and they ten weren't bucks. organic? No. Ten wow. Well, yeah, you know I don't know. I don't know That's if they were not. Crazy. But even if they were. Even if yeah, they even were, if you were, I'm not paying that much. For, I you mean, know, it's like gas station How many prices. times do we accidentally let an apple just kind of start to turn into a prune in the fridge? Think about, you've been in a gas station before and you're like, yeah, I want to get something healthy. And they've got those bruised up nasty bananas and they're $2 each. Maybe I'll get one. You know what I mean? Because it's a gas store price. You don't yeah. expect that when you're going Not to the neighborhood at the grocery, grocery store. store. So, wow, Lay Lay rings him up, and Tracy said, Whoa, I'm sorry. How much are they? And she said, uh, They're $10 for the three of them. 
And she said, I'm I'm sorry. Could you please take those off? Yeah. I'm not. I'm I would have done the same. $10 for three apples. And the bag boy looked at her and goes, that's how much they cost, lady. And she was like, <laughs> maybe in your world, that's how much they cost, but not wow. in mine. I had to do that one time with a papaya. I had yeah. gotten one to cut up and put in the freezer for smoothies. Uh-huh. And I looked at my receipt and I was like, <gasps> That like that how papaya much, will buy that, a house. Remember? I think it was like eleven dollars. I took it. I went. I took it back to the store. And I had they, did no they take idea. It back? They yeah. took produce oh, yeah. back. They wow. took it back. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's I went crazy. right back. That is crazy. Yeah. Ten dollars for three apples. So again, when they talk about how great the economy is and everything, and you go and it's ten dollars for three apples, you're like, something's not adding up at our house. <laughs> Talking about my wife, Tracy, she had some sticker shock yesterday at the grocery store. Three apples, 10 bucks. Whew. I'll tell you what, we we act at our house like we like we just won that $1.5 billion lottery jackpot when we find eggs for less than $3 a dozen. We're like, oh, yeah. look at these babies. <laughs> it is funny how excited you like I, I never used to buy this many eggs. But I finally have started buying my eggs at Costco because yeah. you get like three times as much for the same right. price as a dozen. I mean, when you when you find them at the grocery store for like less than three dollars a dozen, you almost expect when they ring them up for it not to be the real price or yeah. for it to be like you feel like you're still, like you're doing something bad by buying getting them that cheap. You know, these are less than three dollars a dozen. Yeah, they got more in the back. They have more of these. You know, my favorite is, is the best feeling in the world. It like lights up your brain is if there's something on your grocery list that you desperately need, like for an upcoming recipe you're going to make like the next couple of nights mm-hmm. and it's buy one, get one free. Then you mm, feel like you won the lottery yeah. too. You're like, yes. Well, I wonder like, you know, they're like trying to get inflation under control. Right? Inflation, it's starting to drop. It's starting to drop, which means it's still going up. Oh, inflation slowed to 3%. That means it's still going up 3%. Will prices ever return to what we used to refer to as normal? Or is this the new normal? Like when inflation finally does slow down, whenever that'll be in 2029 or whatever, when it finally does slow down, will eggs like go back to a reasonable level? Will a loaf of bread be less than $5? Or is that the new cost of everything? I mean, life is just so expensive nowadays. It's crazy.